Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Be Here for a While. How you guys doing? How's your week so far? I've missed you. Um, currently sitting here holding one headphone up to my ear because I uh, read an article that says to get to really effectively get any like brassiness or orange out of the blonde in your hair, put purple shampoo on while it's dry. Um, who knows? My hair may be purple by the end of this intro, but we're going to find out. I mean, maybe I'll just rock purple hair. I really don't like the color purple, though. It always, the color purple always reminds me of, I mean, besides the movie, uh, always reminds me of, remember when those, like, corny, like, placards and just, you know, frames and random things were, like, princess, and it was always in pink, and then, like, diva was always in purple, and so I just think I've always hated the color purple after that. I'm like, ugh, relax, people. You know what? And if you had one of those or you still do, I still love you. I just feel that maybe you need to rethink some of your style choices or interests. It's just my opinion. Uh, the worst are the ones that are on people's license plates. It's like they're driving like a 1989 Toyota Celica, and then there's like a sparkly like princess placard around the, the, uh, the you know, whatever it is, the license plate. I'm like, ooh. I mean, that, you know, you know what, actually, it doesn't even matter what kind of car it is. It'd probably be worse if it was, like, someone in a G-Wagon with that. I'd be like, you are what is wrong with the world. A little bit of a rant there. Sorry, guys. Um, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, go back and listen to it. It was a good one. It was spooky and scary. It was um, for Halloween. I did this uh, episode um, with Jim Perry from the Euphemet podcast, and he, he basically does... Um, podcast is about the search for the unknown so he goes on crazy like ghost hunts and um he's actually interviewed someone who believes that they are a real vampire uh and i guess there's a he said he when he was doing the podcast he was like he was like within a mile radius of you there is a house full of people who either live there or hang out there that believe that they are vampires and who drink blood and it's incredibly common and the blood that they get is donated by people, and and they they want to make it very clear that it's not like a fetish or sexual. It's a consensual, you know, vampire to vampire. I don't even know what the person is that name that if you get the blood from them. But so yeah, people will willingly donate their blood and their bodies to these vampires. Um, and they go to these houses, and the vampire will take, like, a surgical knife, cut a hole in them, and then suck their blood out for, you know, a small period of time or until they've reached their desired amount of ounces of blood. I, ugh, it's, yeah, go listen to the podcast. It's crazy. He also tells some really crazy ghost stories, so, yeah. Um, got a fun podcast today, but before we get into it, uh, I just wanted to say thank you guys, as always, for listening to my podcast and, you know, subscribing on Apple Podcasts, rating it five stars, and leaving good reviews, because it really helps to keep it going, and it means a lot, and I always forget to ask for that, but I'm going to hit you with it top of show right now, because, you know, it just, it really, really helps to keep it going, it means a lot to me, and, um, this is why I do it, I do it, because, you know, I do to connect with you guys and I, I love making the podcast and I want to keep it going. So hook a sister up. Um, we have a really fun podcast today. Uh, I was in Reno, Nevada with uh, comedian Bill Dawes and comedian Sean Joshi and 
We're just in a hotel room in Reno discussing the we- the week we spent there, our shows, some crazy stuff. And uh, yeah, it's a good one. Um, I had a, I mean, okay, Reno was good for me. Uh, I have to say, I'm going to put this, say this quote real quick that I put at the back of my phone. Um because it's resonating with me right now. An ambitious woman is defined not by her wins, but by how she rises when she falls. And that resonated with me because I had uh, a rough night in Reno of um, my sets. I mean, they weren't that bad, but I was not able to handle these hecklers well. They were just a rough, drunk crowd. And these guys just kept from the audience saying boobs to me over and over again. And I just got so distracted and I just did not handle it well. And it just knocked the wind out of my sails and I just lost my confidence and, uh, just wasn't a good night. And I was really bummed. And then, you know, the next day, uh, so I let, I allowed myself to be bummed. I, I cried a little bit, uh, which is rare for me, um, went to bed. And then the next day I oddly felt better. I was kind of like, well, you know what can only go up from here shit happens it's not always going to be perfect everyone bombs everyone struggles and it kind of just put like I don't know it put a new perspective on you know you just have to keep going have to keep going it's never it's never going to be perfect absolutely never going to be perfect and uh and you know you are an ambitious woman is defined not by not by her wins but how she rises when she falls and I just really really liked that um and some of my upcoming show dates, I want to thank everyone that came out in Reno and also in uh, uh, Portland, Oregon. That was a blast, everyone that came. Uh, other upcoming show dates, I'll be at the Palm Springs Comedy Festival on November 18th. On uh, December 11th, I will be at the Levity Live in Oxnard. I mean, these are a little bit further out, but I want to give the ones that are far away. And then um, the big ones I'm excited about are February 6th. I am in Nashville. Tennessee. I've always wanted to go to Nashville. I'm so excited to go. I hope you guys come out to that show. And if you, you mean have recommendations for cool places for me to go, hang out, eat, whatever. And then also on February 20th, I'll be at the Tempe Improv with uh, Jill Kimmel. So it's going to be really fun. And if you guys, uh, tickets are already up. You can go to my website, rachelobriencomedy.com. And you get tickets there. That's R-A-C-H-A-E-L-O-B-R-I-E-N comedy.com. All right, let's get this podcast going. Without further ado, give it up for Bill Dawes and Sean Joshi. All right, welcome back to the episode of Be Here for a While. I am in one of the most beautiful cities in the world, Reno, Nevada, with Sean and Bill Dawes. Here, Robin. Do I say your last name Joshi or Joshi? Joshi. Do you like that I didn't even try to say it the first time? I was like, Sean and Bill Dawes. This is a very professional (laughs) podcast. Yeah, you should it's just go by Sean. One, uh, this one is name Bill like Dawes. a Brazilian. My mom asked Brazilian me if your name was Sean or Shan. Uh, I was yeah. like, it's just a it's fancy way of spelling Sean. It's two A's. It's and Sean it's with like two the A's. Nintendo, like the Nintendo dinosaur with yeah. a J. That's your Joshi. stage name, Sean with two is A's. Is Sean spelled Sean like that? A's. Is that Indian? It's a Hindi spelling of the name. Thank you for asking, Rachel O'Brien. Cool. My I'm parents picked it because it works in, in both cultures. What if you weren't Indian and I just sounded like an asshole saying that? What if you were like actually Rachel I would like it. I would like for white people to culturally appropriate more things. I want to see really? white people named Sean, S-H-A-A-N. <laughs> I don't mind when, you know, white girls wear saris and stuff like that. I think it's good really? to share cultures. I think that's I don't so see, wrong. I think I don't so, see too. Why. Wait, I, I just t- made I a pun. So wrong? 
Uh, <laughs> oh, you haven't even had a drink. That was the your first pun of it's, the episode. Oh God! Yeah. At minute if it's respectful what? and just like in sharing in the culture. It's oh, okay. remember I don't when know. that? I think it's weird. I remember when so. that girl wore a kimono at her high school prom graduation? No. And, and she was like, "Some uh, white a Japanese bitch." Culture. Said, "Quit a." Pro- oh no, it was actually it was a Japanese like quit appropriating my culture. Yeah, my culture. I don't see that's why that's. Meanwhile, the people who made the dress were like. Uh, she looks beautiful. It's a great dress. That. That's so, like, when Indians wear a business suit, are we culturally appropriating the West? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Do, yeah. I think people are too sensitive about do, it. Do people in India not wear business suits? They do wear business suits. That's my point. Like, I why was, is that not like, cultural appropriation? Why are business appropriation? suits only well, like a Western thing? They are so a Western thing. They are? Yeah. The, no, nobody was in India was wearing business suits 150 They're years wearing ago. The, they were in Indian shirts. They were wearing, like, Indian <laughs> So, like, clothes, if they were the CEO so. of a company, they just... Went in. Well, you know, 150 years ago, we were under British colonization. So, like, yeah. prior oh. to that, that's a very Western uh, attire, is what is known, what we call the business suit now. So, for instance, one movie that really illustrates it. Remember The Last Samurai? Mm-hmm. I didn't With see Tom, it. Tom Cruise goes yeah. over there, and it's like very old feudal Japan, and Japan was separate from the rest of the world, right? Uh-huh. So, he's walking around, and everybody's wearing traditional Japanese attire, and you just see one group of Japanese people in Western business suits. You know, and that movie's very much about the end of the old world Japan, you know, hence the name Last mm-hmm. Samurai, which, like, which Paul Mooney has the best joke. Like, Hollywood's crazy. They'd make a movie, Last Samurai, starring uh, Tom Cruise. Like, they could make a movie, The Last N-Word on Earth, starring Tom Hanks. <laughs> Last what on Earth? Oh. It's called The Last Samurai, but it's that's starring Tom Cruise. But what was, it, what was the joke? So, like, Hollywood's crazy. They could make a movie called The Last N-Word. On Earth, and it would be starring Tom Hanks. Oh, okay. got it. Oh, that's funny. Okay, I was so excited last night when you turned me on to a tasty little movie snack. Oh, it is my favorite movie it of is, all time. What is it what? called? Perfe- perfect. Uh, it's like you know, how, you know how it's called perfect. You know how people it's proselytize. That thing that I accidentally sent you that meme, or that pro- GIF of of uh, oh, John Travolta. Oh, movie called Perfect. Like literally, yeah. like swinging his face back yeah. and forth. Like people go to Africa and proselytize and try to convert people to Jesus. Uh-huh. I try to convert people to the movie Perfect. I, w- I want to see it. And I think, you, oh, I, think I got Rachel it. yesterday. I think you did, you did get me into it. I think it. I got you I think yesterday. it's going to have a revival. It's so tell, the, tell them the concept the of the movie. The plot of the movie Perfect <laughs> is John Travolta, in already, plays a Rolling Stone reporter who's investigating this new trend of fitness gyms. Because, you know, like, because this weren't a thing before. It wasn't a thing. There were no gyms. Like, he's sitting there, like, having That's lunch. And he sees, like, all these hip about. people in, like, 80s attire walking. He's, he's like, like, I got to get to doing? the bottom of this. What are they? Exactly. And he walks in. It's literally, like, people just, like, doing coat. weights. And he's like, what's this? What's happening here? You know? Yeah. And then Jamie Lee Curtis is, like, the hottest aerobics instructor. And so he gets in the hippest class. He gets really good at it. Oh, yeah. But... See, it's great because John Travolta is actually a really talented dancer. He like is. Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis is killing the aerobics game, you know? And uh, so John Travolta is dancing. And you know he's a great dancer, but he has to act like he's bad at dancing. But he's, like, bad at acting like he's bad at dancing. Yeah. You know what I mean? he's just so damn good. Because he's, he's so it. damn he's good. He's just so damn good. He's just so yeah. good. I got to so watch pretty that much movie. A perfect movie, yeah. Okay, so we're in Reno doing stand up and uh, it does get very old after a while being in a casino the whole time in Reno. Yes. Yes. Well, what do you mean? Yeah. Do you mean you, do you not look at? We're looking at mountains that I, are yeah, so I'm beautiful. Not right to now. Reno a little bit. I think Reno's <laughs> like, actually beautiful. You can, you can, you can you know? actually just go a Listen, little bit out of the way. Let's attack Rachel on her podcast. <laughs> Rachel, you <laughs> bitch. Let me tell you something about life. Have you walked around? Oh no, within a three or four block radius, oh, yeah. it's it's the it's crackheads, the capital of the, the world. Pits. Yeah, 
the pits. Yeah, it's like the Skid Row. The Crocs. You yeah. know what I mean? And, well, and if you went by yourself, you'd get murdered. Regardless, yeah. you're the, still in a casino for a week. The buildings are terrible. Everything humans have put in this so area is terrible. So what is it that you like about it? But the okay, nature is beautiful. Yeah, Rachel, Rachel. Like, look at the trees and the valleys and these mountains. Okay, actually, I've gone skiing when I'm here. I've gone to walk in hot springs while I'm here. I've gone to Lake Tahoe. Yeah, I'm here. You're taking me anywhere fun. I've been here because every you. time we do we a went, show, let's talk about this. We Sean. went to the hot springs. Every time we do a show, man was the naked. second the show's over, it. you take off, and I go, "Where are you going?" You're like, <laughs> oh, I, "My uncle," or whatever. You say something, and then during the day, like, "What are you doing?" You're like, I'm, "I have to," be. and then you're all never you've around. Offered, all you've offered me is Whole Foods runs, and I'm That's like, "What am good. I going to get at Whole, <laughs> Whole Foods?" Whole Foods is a pretty good offer. Pumpkin spice latte. Actually, I remember the last time I did Reno with you, you talked about Whole Foods a lot. Yeah, there is a, a lot of Bill's time in Reno. <laughs> I've noticed this revolves around Whole Foods. Yeah. There's a lot of Whole Foods going on. I mean, he was even Whole offering like a ju- free lunch jiu-jitsu. for us. Yeah. My favorite Bill Dawes Reno memory. and Whole memory. Foods are right by each other. My favorite Bill Dawes Reno memory is when we went to the Hot Springs and Bill got in and next to him an old Asian man like with long creepy hair was just naked. His Asian balls were just out, you know. And did, uh-huh. did Bill have to sit next to him? Wait, this is yeah, the Bill chose to, to sit close to him. This is the travertine when we were driving. When we were okay, driving back yeah, from Reno, awesome. yeah, yeah. I was just like, this dude. And there's like little kids around there. And this just was chilling naked in the hot springs. It was really weird. Was it? Was he the only naked person there? The only naked person. One so chick had a naked. Except for him. No, one chick had a thong on in her ass. I was naked. Pictures. You weren't naked. Uh, you you kept weird. on your boxers. <laughs> that's yeah. weird. Actually, when I walked into Bill's room to do this podcast, he was essentially naked. Just wearing I was wearing a towel. robe. I was, I was like, like <laughs> can you give me a massage? Can we? Uh, <laughs> I was like, do you uh, want to be in tulip like, fever part two? Bill, do you want me to come back? <laughs> can we also He's talk like, no, about no, no. Bill? Tra- this is pretty clean in here, but Bill has an amazing ability to quickly trash hotel um, rooms. It's pretty when good. My, yeah. He'd been in, in this hotel room for less than 24 hours when I came over to help him with his uh, audition tape, and yeah. it looked like Guns N' Roses had been saying <laughs> yeah, There was really a broken lamp. Rockstar, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, you, what have you I been did doing? that. I broke the lamp. You yeah. did. That was me. Yeah. Well, because uh, we, we, we were, were doing the cell tape. Yeah, we were doing different cell tape. Yeah, I would like to. I would wish it was cool. And we were like partying. How, oh, it was crazy. How but do you trash a hotel room? We were acting. We were. We We were acting. How do you make a room this messy? What do well, you do? Well, you start moving around furniture to set up cameras, and then you just start. Th- Throwing your shit around because yeah. you and hate your life. And it's you're just like displaying you're all your like, weird um, Whole Foods juices. Yeah, I have lots of different. What juices. is grass milk? That sounds so know. gross to me. It's the cows drink grass. What? Wait, they ate grass. <laughs> <laughs> then what? What the hell do cows eat otherwise? They eat fucking. Gra- they eat corn. It's fucked up, dude. What they're doing to cows? Uh, that whole. Food. They're okay. making cows if you take, eat corn. If you take five minutes investigating the food supply, oh, everything it's is terrible, disgusting. Dude. All right. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys a question. Yes, you were guys. so insulted that I I didn't even insult you. <laughs> I think Reno I just is said uniform. we're in Reno doing stand up at a casino for a week. But yeah. I don't if hang out at the casino. I, I remember. Go ahead. Sorry. What do you mean? I don't hang out. At, like, literally, I'm, I'm in my I'm room. Always going the he's always I do the show, foods. and then it's like, I'm off to Whole Foods. He goes to Whole See, Foods. See, I don't like sitting in my room. I get really like. No, but have I you go- been by the river? The river is yeah. beautiful. How many times have you beautiful. been by the river, Rachel? Three times. The Sierra. Okay. But I feel a little. S- I feel like it's a little sketchy for me to walk around there by myself. Uh, during, not the during the day. The day. Some guy. I walked down there today. You're not that hot. I'm not talking about being being hot. It's just like <laughs> if someone's like really I'm, like I'm watching in white man country. I should be afraid for, like, while I was Meth no. money. They. I might be a target. I feel like during the day it's pretty good. There's like little like 19 year old University of Reno students walking around down there during the I day. I haven't it's seen It's pretty one. trendy. 
Yeah. No. Hey, definitely don't do that grip exercise or anymore. Oh yeah, can we not? Really annoying. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Anyways, how are you like a stoner and also like amped up like you're on meth as well? What do you mean? Your Bill leg is shaking. You're doing the grip. When I see you, when I see you, I just get so excited. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna ask you the question. Okay. So, if your stand-up career was always just performing in places like Reno for weeks at a time, would you still be a comedian if it never evolved past that? Hey, if you're getting booked, you're getting booked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, if it never. Has it evolved past? Has this? It? Yeah, really. That's well, a good point as well. Isn't it what we're doing? It, it, what do you mean? But the goal is to obviously have a special, and then maybe my goal was to make it to Reno, baby. I wanted to make it to Reno. I was like, one day I'm gonna get to Reno, and I'm gonna buy make yourself it, baby. a silver legacy hat because exactly. specials. Because having a special, no comics have specials out, do they? Are you being serious? No, I feel like everyone has. I feel like having special is not special. It's not special Why? Because everyone has one? Just everyone has one, and, and it's kind of <laughs> like they're like, we're going to do something different. We're going to do Tony Rock. Are you just trying to make yourself feel better? Tony Rock. I've had, I've had four offers that. for specials. Why haven't you done one? Uh, well, the last one was it was for Comedy Central's Next Level with Kevin Hart. And uh, I imagine there's not a crossover between your demographic and the people that, so I will talk shit about them. And it was just the most unprofessional bullshit I've ever experienced in my entire fucking life. Dealing, okay. dealing with. Is this why you hate black people now? The heart. I don't hate <laughs> black people. Jesus. But the people at Heartland Product Heartbeat. Heartbeat Productions were just like literally like like I got a call like, Hey, hey, would you have a half hour? I go, Of course, I'll give you a link. I send a link, never heard back for a month. And then a month later I go, All right, you gotta come in, get your uh, get your wardrobe fitting. I go, for what? What did I what am I doing? For next the level. What the fuck is next level? It's the Kevin Hart show. When? We tape next month we take in, in Four four weeks. What? They didn't even send you like what your terms no, would be. No, no contract. Nothing, nothing. No. So I was like, oh fuck. So I had to get my manager, our manager, and then I got a then I got a contract, and I never hear from them. Sign the contract, never hear from them, and then I get calls from like five different people from the production team, all saying the same thing. And I went, what the fuck? And then finally they're like, you got to go to Common Union. You got to smash tonight at eight o'clock. Yeah. Like it was crazy. And then I went there like with notes, and then they're like, you're not ready. Jesus. You got to come back tomorrow. You got to smash. I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm out. Were they filming no. you at Comedy Union or they were just coming to watch your set? And why specific uh, specifically Comedy Union? Because it's a it black a, audience. It's the urban. It's the urban. But the Kevin Hart show. But the Kevin Hart show isn't an urban show. It's a, it's a crossover show. I will say this. I, I, I was like, I was like, oh, cool. That's cool. I've had other, you know. And I was looking at it and I was like, and I saw them and I just was like, ah. <sighs> Just some of the low hang, and there are some brilliant comics. On, don't get me wrong, but then you just see someone humping a stool with an accent. Oh, you murdering watched the, the, the previous on ones? Comedy Central. I'm just like, fuck. Yeah, is that what's gonna be? Just oh man, you know, got the hoo hoo, and I'm just like, this is gonna be the fucking show. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't know. Maybe five years ago, doing an an, an urban comedy special would have filled up my well, dick. But you now, know, I think Bill has a real interesting perspective on what making it means in Hollywood. Yeah, what, and is, that what whole is it? Phrase. What is it, Bill? What, what do you is think it, of Bill? making it, Bill? Do you does he have an interesting perspective or are you just yeah, saying that? No, well, I, and look, and look, I think I think the phrase like Bill does it's just kind of silly to think that there's this like uh, this like goal line that you're reaching for that's so in, too, invisible. I don't think anyone ever feels satisfied. Well, okay, I'll, I'll, I'm not yeah. going to name names with with comics, but um I just heard no, I'm not going to name names. These are comics that work, uh, you know, around, and we all know. But I've uh, so after the podcast, but like I've had comics just say, you know, things like, you know, Bill, you could still make it, man. You could still make it, you know. Ow. 
Yeah. But but the, in their so mind, mean. they're not being mean. They're like, dude, you you can still make. And I'm going, so what does that mean? And he's, you know, like Tiffany Haddish. And I'm like, Tiffany Haddish is once every fifty. I mean, once in a fucking generation. What There's happens? There's never been Tiffany a Tiffany yeah. Haddish. Actually, that was crazy. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, That's so awesome. I can have what Tiffany. Oh, oh, I could just no. It's like I'm not. I don't even. Th- if you think about that, if you think about. Then you're the person at coffee bean wearing a tutu dress and a tinfoil hat asking people for dollar bills to fulfill your dream of being a fucking movie star. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's just like, what it's are you ridiculous. doing? Why are we doing this? Are, are, are these people that are saying that to you, have they made it? No, of they... course not. No, but, well, but they know, have very, like I've had comics who were like, never had acting roles. Like comics that are like in their 40s, never had acting roles, never, and it's fine. And then they're like, yeah, I had an audition for an NBC pilot. So yeah, I think, you know, if I get that, then I'm going to do that. What do you mean if you're going to get that? You have an, yeah. a first audition for this pilot mm-hmm. and you're already like looking forward. Uh, uh, like there's just a lot of delusional fucking people. And I guess it's good because it keeps you going. Say, but yeah, it, it kind of have to you, be a little bit. You have going. it takes you have to have some level of delusion to even entertain wanting to do this type exactly. of business or even and to refer to s- it as a business but, or even try to make anything. But what it. if your idea is like, so it's I'm doing I'm it's doing what I love. I'm having fun. Creation. I'm making a living. I'm not like struggling. Yeah. So well, why is that not? Chappelle, Chappelle broke it down this, and I thought this always makes a lot of sense to me. You know, he his parents are both very accomplished people, like professors, I think, both of them. And he he recalls a conversation where he's telling his dad, hey, I'm not going to go to college. I'm just going to do the stand-up thing. Mm-hmm. And his dad said, well, I mean, what are you going to do? Like, are you going to make it? Like, I'm worried, stuff like that. And his whole response was like, look, as long as I make – like as much as a teacher would make thirty thousand a year, that's making it yeah. to me. Yeah, you had to go to you college I mean? to be a teacher. He's like, so it's like you know, yeah. a teacher makes thirty grand. If I can make that doing this, I made it. You yeah, actually a very good point. That's exactly. what I think. Do you when you guys started doing stand up, were your parents disappointed? You first, Sean. I don't know. I have a long history of. Uh, Let's say meandering journeys. So I think, oh, they were just like, here, here we go again. Really? <laughs> Why? What what's I mean? your long history of meandering journeys? What'd you do besides this? Well, you know, as I tried to tell that person last night, I've spent some time in Haiti. You know, building education programs there. I ran mm-hmm. a magazine in in Prague, in Central wow. Europe. Yeah. So uh, how long were you in Haiti worldly. for? Three months. But I worked. I worked. I created a. Well, it's uh, better than those friggin' like Instagram bitches there for a week. Well, you know, yeah. I, I, but you know, the work we actually did with it was good. We created a sustainable uh, English English teaching program that's grown now. Uh, using oh, you local keep in touch. You see how it's that's going? That's grown now to. They're doing certification. They're back in the building. Like we really did good work down there. How like, long and ago it's still was going this? on. It was uh, a year after the after the earthquake like within the year after the earthquake so you yeah. never you never wanted to be a comedian until like how long ago that you wanted well to i do started more? i started super late like you know i always loved comedy and i always wrote and i always did that but you know i was here for grad school and, and that's really when i started because you know letterman started when he was 30 31 and that was always kind of my did? idol being from indiana uh-huh so i was like shit you know if i'm gonna do this let me start sean now. you can still make it you know yeah you, <laughs> can still, you still have a chance what is your definition of making it I, I I think the Chappelle one is a good one. I yeah. would I would retweet the Chappelle one. For I like my it. definition. Re- hashtag retweet. You know where like Michael Scott, hundred percent of the shots you don't take, you can't make, and it says Wayne Gretzky, and then underneath that it says Michael Scott. <laughs> well, I, I, like I like, spe- like okay, so here's a making it thing, right? And yeah. then this is it sounds like whatever. I've I've done enough stuff that certain people will look and go, oh, you've been in brought you've been in three Broadway shows. Like you're on a Broadway show for sure. Is it's that a making huge it? Deal. And I know people who go. 
Well, I, I like I have a huge theater career, but I gotta get on TV, right? I'm right. not anywhere unless I'm TV. And I know people who are TV stars, like I want to yeah. be a fucking movie star. And then movie stars are like, like I guarantee you, look at Tiffany Hash. I bet you her thing is Oscar. Mm-hmm. Like that's where she's at. Like she yeah. needs to get an Oscar. I don't What's think that people role? are ever satisfied. I think it just Never. the line. Then, the line keeps getting pushed. It, I which know is it would fine because I don't think it, I'd ever be it satisfied. drives you, but at the same time you have to because you just realize like, nothing is at the like, end but death. And nothing will yeah. ever fill the void so that comes for us all. Of, right, I'll tell you this. About to think about Re- Reno. The first time I came to Reno. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> the first time I came to Reno, I was like, this is where my life is. <laughs> this is <laughs> no, but I'm serious. I was like, this is where like all roads have, have converged. Reno. As, maybe that's as why I we're get so older. defensive of Reno. Maybe know, it's like a Jesus. personal thing. I no, like but it really is. Oh, same thing with Vegas. I was like, first couple of times I headlined Vegas at the left, I was like, man, I'm going to do this for a few years until like shit pop. And then after, then I don't know, something ha- something shifted in my brain where I just said, I, I, I actually love doing this and all these people have value and they they come with the rascal scooters and they're let me talk to a manager haircut and, yeah. they're, and they're all like and great people. And some actually do. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and some of these people have they're like so nice. tragedies yeah. and deaths and stuff and they show up and they, yeah. and like that's why we're doing it, right? To but make there's been one laugh. drunk asshole at every show. You know, but yes, you know, for Bill, sure. Bill, yesterday you know like we were talking like it's the whole far- part of like being in reno thing like and, and being a comic you know like you were saying there's some comics that are probably looking at us and be like oh my god those sad motherfucking <laughs> schmucks and then there's other comics that are looking at us like oh my oh, wow, god I go on the road. Like, yeah how cool is that exactly yeah. so it's like one of those it's always a perspective our thing. second show afterwards i was talking to uh the p oh the people that Remember the guy with the like uh, handlebar mustache, mm-hmm. and then the the mom. Oh, and the they got son. in a shootout with the cops. Yeah. Yeah, the cop. He. Uh, they came to our story? show after it's been it been ten years that they've been trying to like yeah, win this case, and the they'd gone and to trial him. in the morning, and they were waiting Jesus. to hear basically in the next couple days if oh, they won this case. They were those are the people that were at our show. They've been the dad was shot. How many what times? They, what they told me the cop entered the room and and busted his son up, shot his son. Um, he entered, shot the cop, and the cop shot back at him. You know, it's crazy. And they're saying the FBI is covered up, and you never really know the story. They sound like maybe they were doing some kind of drug dealing or something like that. I don't know. They seem they like gave pretty me a, they clean gave cut. Me, the, the they dad, gave me a YouTube video though. The dad, what did he do for a living? He told me he used to run some sort of because he like was a, telling me all the crazy like shit. Like it seen. sounds like he used to run a bar, but it was like a bar from Roadhouse a before Patrick Swayze got there, and okay. it was like real rowdy. Yeah. He's like my nickel, my knuckles are still swollen from all the fighting I did. Jesus. Those are the type of people that are coming and to I our like, shows. I was like, why is there so much fighting? And he goes, well, there ain't no damn women around. When there ain't no women around, shit, all you got to do is fight. You know? Yeah. Do you remember the, f- the first time I came with you? I think it was when it was with you. There was a biker convention going on. Or was that, oh, yeah. or was that the most recent time? Okay, I can't really remember. But the year before at that biker convention, two of the, like, guys from the lead bike gangs or whatever, there was a shootout in the Silver Legacy Casino, and one of them died. And those they oh, kept wow. those are the guys that were coming to our show and like sitting front row. I was like, do I yeah. heckle them? This or? is like a dive bar of casinos. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it I really is. But people who show up, the comics and look, their comics on the lineup this year. I looked. They're going to be. They're literally going to be walking in with an eye roll. And I'm telling you, you with walk an in, eye roll, just like. <sighs> like people are going to here. I am in Reno. I can't believe I'm in Reno. You know, in Australia, I'm a huge star, and I can't believe I'm fucking doing Reno. And I promise you, I, I, I was like, Kevin Hart is in Reno a week from now. I'm talking about Probably I'm not. talking about the Laugh Factory. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. 
So Rod Stewart's here tomorrow. A fucking Rod Stewart. <laughs> what songs does Rod Stewart even I sing? I actually saw Rod Stewart if in concert. He, he can still sing. He's, he can still like sing, but when he doesn't feel like singing, and Rod doesn't sing. Rod just will s- he sits down for half the performance too. Yeah, he's and old. Let the man rest. Point the microphone to the audience <laughs> and have them fill in the blanks. <laughs> like you know, you know, you've made it. What you don't even have to say. Oh, your yeah. Own lyrics. Yeah, you just hold the microphone for your whole concert. Exactly. That'd be great as a comic to him. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you guys want to talk about? Well, it's you know the punchline. It's actually essentially what the first two shows were when we were here because there oh, wasn't that many. There can was we like, talk it was about there was like twelve people. So let's talk about. It was like so tales from so the fucking crypt people. What, yeah. what is your experience? How many times have you done Reno? Three. Three. So what do you think? Because I feel like you are you are you here kind of going fuck yeah? Are you here kind of going? Fuck no, are you in the middle? Like, what is your, are you kind of like, th- th- this is your community service? No, I'm, <laughs> listen, I'm always excited to do stand-up. Like, yeah. it's, I'm always excited to get paid for what I love to do. Yeah. Do I get really bored all day long here in Reno? Yeah. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I, I would rather do this than any other job. I mean. Yeah. So, I don't, I mean, I think Reno's just a fun place to make fun of. It's. Yeah, no, it is for sure. And, 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 and the aspects bag. of it that are like kind of like, sa- I mean, you eat at a buffet by yourself sometimes when you're doing stand up in Reno. There's not much more to be sad fair, than I do, sitting. I do that in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we have buffets? Oh, I find them. I find them. You're like, I'm a big fan of buffets. Yeah, it's me. It's me, a bunch of country people from the desert and like three hipsters who are getting <laughs> you're like, on the I trend. actually thought about creating an app that was a buffet finder. <laughs> oh, dude, that would be hot. That would work. You know, I don't think so. I love the buffet. The Pizza Hut buffet, the that's buffet. the best buffet you can get. Indiana Pizza Buffet, you're living high. I think that's how you do it. I'm from I think it's buffet. Is there really it's a buffet? buffet. That's how is that how it's pronounced? Say. Do you also say croissant? Croissant? <laughs> I hate when people do that when they're speaking. The checkout machine does it. All this and they're like, croissant. I'm I was like, buying, shut up. Before we came on the road, I was buying those croissants. And you had to enter the code, and I enter it, and the woman on the machine, the robotic woman, goes two croissants, like she had the whole. Where were at McDonald's? Where at were Ralph's? At mother effing Ralph's. Fucking Ralph's. That drives me crazy. It's yeah, actually bro. pronounced Ray's. Robin. Um. So uh, Robin. Can we talk about the guy at the show who came to our show mm-hmm. <clears throat> two nights ago? Who he was? I don't think you. I don't know if you guys noticed when you first when I first walked in, he was sitting in like the third row back. And was was he white, an old old white gentleman? The, no, the one with the bald head, the one that was doing. <laughs> oh, he was, and he smoothed. Oh, yeah. and, and he moved back. all the way to the back. There's a guy holding, and his then ears sat the there for the time. entire hour and a half long show, holding plugging his ears, his ears yes. but watching the show. Yes. What does that mean? He's a crazy. Are we that he's annoying? A, or he's is he a crazy, crazy person. I talked to him after the show. You did. I had the delight of speaking to that individual, <laughs> and and he recommended that we get rid of the microphone altogether. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. He goes, I don't know why you need it. You guys could just stand there without the microphone. I was like, God bless you, sir. And he goes, Another thing, movie theaters are too damn loud too. <laughs> oh, so he. So it's did just he, him. Did he have dude. a condition or? Well, jo- if you talk to Johnny Sanchez, the comedian Johnny Sanchez, he literally thinks that he has. A medical condition where his hearing is oversensitive. Like, Johnny, you are making that shit up. You're just older and grumpy (laughs) is what's going on. I can't believe you talked to that guy. He just was. Of course. I talked to all of them. Did you ask him why he was covering his ears? uh, It was too loud. It was too loud. Yeah. I I try to be like a politician after the shows trying to get like 
trying to get blue votes in red counties. But he yeah. sat there for the whole yeah, that's what's so show. The weird. whole show with his ears, hands over on his, like, plugging if his ears the whole show. Time. Like, in his face, just the most unpleasant look. Don't get cotton if you had that he, So he had tried to take napkins, cocktail napkins, and <laughs> he <laughs> made them into little balls, what? and he was, like, stuffing them in his ears. Oh but apparently, God. according to him, it didn't work. Yeah. Wow. I just don't know why you stand there, that misery. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah, we're, just leave. we're just screaming leave. our heads off to get attention from these people falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so why was the lady Seriously. in the front? The lady. Was oh, someone lady literally almost out? died in so the show. So the past two shows when I went up there. Because we killed. The la- <laughs> last, oh. last, I, I go up there and right away I'm like, hey, guys. And before I, this woman's just like, she's like nodding. like she And she's like falling into her table. Oh, my God. <laughs> and her, and her husband funny, stands but. up to take her out. I go, okay, I guess we got to. She's falling asleep. It's cool. You guys can sit in the back. Or I was basically like, can you yeah, get the you fuck said out? Yeah, you like so five could, times. Like, you can then, leave. And f- someone went up and talked to her, or the husband talked to her. And I swear to God, after 10 minutes, she was like, for the rest of the show, she's totally smiling <laughs> and perking for the last, like, she 25 minutes. hit. You yeah, I was like. Yeah, she might have snorted some coke. Dude. There was a guy yeah. in the front Aaron row. Pryor, Alexis Arguella looked up. There was a guy in the front row by himself who, um. I made like a, a meth Reno joke and he was like, yeah. And I was like, do you do meth, sir? He was like, uh-huh. I'm like, sorry, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, He's everybody like, does. Yeah, You're in Reno. It was so casual. What do you think you do here? So, Bill, you're very popular with the ladies in Reno. <laughs> I think Bill's just a very popular guy with the ladies. He's a good-looking guy. He's a trained yeah. actor. He's half a gay. Ladies like that. Yeah, the half yeah. a gay helps. Half a gay helps. I felt so bad for Didn't that you? girl. You know what? I'm sorry. Going back to the movie Perfect, where John Travolta <laughs> investigates aerobics instructors. Weren't you an aerobic instructor in New York? I was a yoga teacher. No, he a was yoga a, he teacher. Was a go-go There's a big difference. And I was a go-go were dancer. Were you ever a male stripper? Because you kind of have some male stripper I was moves. a go-go dancer. You were. I was a go-go yeah, dancer. You yeah, didn't know I that? did not know that. Yeah. Was it in a gay bar? No. It was in a. Cl- it was in. Dude, it was a gay bar. Come no, on, no, how no, was male go First of all, it wasn't in a bar. It was in. It was a private house. It was in a club. It was in a club in New York called Webster Hall and Limelight in New York. I worked at both of those clubs when I was in graduate school. When I was in college, I worked at a place called Z Club in D.C. Did you ever give a hand job for rent? Define hand job. You've done like a lot. You have like a long career of go go dancing. I guess so. I started doing it in college, yeah. Well, Bill's very do interesting. Think, He's also has an aerospace degree from Princeton. I did know that. Yeah. Do you think we could get him a go-go gig in Reno? I'd like to see it. That would no, have you seen my belly? <laughs> that would Come make on, it Bill, even more. No, it used to be ripped. Ripped? Young no. Bill Dawes was ripped. And also, by the way, the, the altitude is high here, so I like would dance like for a minute and be out of breath. Oh, really? Also, serious? I'm chain smoking. That's probably yeah, maybe it's more of the camels <laughs> that you're sucking down one after the other. Yeah. Anyways, there was a lady that came to the show who uh-huh. I think thought that you were going to be her future husband. She sat oh, she's in the front, in the front row, row, row waiting. For oh, you. yeah. And she, yeah. She at was, least, at least two ladies said I can see Bill every time he's in town. Oh my yeah. God, you yeah. have like a Reno fan club. He does. Yeah, all four you're of them. You're breaking hearts. <laughs> no, there's always a group of ladies that come out to see you. Yeah, let me why tell you something I, about I that. I don't think that guys go to follow female comics. I don't think they're. No, there are for sure. There are dudes totally in love with like Sarah Silverman and Whitney Cummings and stuff. Okay, but not me. <laughs> and Rachel O'Brien. Although I do. Well, have you this, did have those cowboys have come for you the other. Oh yeah, the other you had day, right? cowboy contingent follow you. Oh all yeah, the way that's to the true. And they offered. Th- they all they, came they, for they you. invited me to dinner afterwards, and I was like, no thanks, sir. The four, the four cowboys. Yeah, hey, I'm, all, I'm all set. Uh-huh. They yelling Trump during the middle of the show. Trump. Yeah, they were they were very interactive during the they show. They were very, very interactive. We've had a bad luck with interactive guests this well, time. Well, I think that there's been at least one yeah. every show. I feel that's like, like 
you and I are talking to the crowd a lot in the beginning, and then I think that they then think that they can. Oh, yeah. By the way, guys, here's a note. Don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like it's not it's not just that because right when I can notice it right when you get on stage, like it's they're true, just yeah. they're just doing it. There's just it's just bad. Luck. I will say it feels this like we're basically in their living room. But I've been I've been very careful. Not well, as soon as you can identify ho- who those people are as yeah. a comic, you can kind of shift away. Yeah, from I was actually people. when those guys were talking the r- cowboys during my set, I actually put my finger up and kept yeah. doing my joke. And was like like, like that now. that one guy who kept making comments yesterday, at, no matter what the show was, who it was, when it was, that was going to happen. Well, I will say this. I will say this. And I'm not I, I'm not the guy who's going to say what <laughs> you guys should do. But a lot of headliners for me have told me that I've featured for. I've said, don't do crowd work like, hey, don't do any crowd work. And I've always thought that was a little weird because really? I yeah, a lot of headliners don't want their their features or the MC do because then they feel like it makes them either have to do crowd work or. Or their yeah. crowd work becomes mm-hmm. redundant. Yeah, exactly. But the only yeah. problem, the only time it's a problem, I think, when when there's crowd work, if I don't see the set, like I'm upstairs, yeah. and then I go up there, how long have you guys been married? And they're like, 28 yeah, years really already. Annoying, so I think yeah. when you watch it, when, like if I'm watching your set and you do, you, your guys set, you do crowd work, then it's great because I can like reference it and call, call back. Maybe you should show us some respect it. and watch our sets. Uh, I had to take a deuce last night. <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> You're right. You're yeah, Bill right. shows up to my door. He knocks. Where are you? He's just in a t-shirt, full towel, just like lounging <laughs> I came in the. In he was only in a towel. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah. So guys, keep keep doing keep doing your crowd work. If you want me to have shitty sets, I guess is my point. Oh, that's I what it is. Think, I think I'm that, kidding. I feel like a lot of ho- most hosts do crowd work. That's like. I think as a host, there's, it's kind like of inherent. Kind of like the, the whole headline. Okay. So one time I I I, I co-headlined with. I don't, let's just call him. Let's just say his name is Jeff Richards. <laughs> um, and we were co on so you flip back and forth, basically feature. But and I went first, and I uh, <laughs> this is kind of funny. And I featured, and I did, uh, you know, we were co-headliners, so right. I did crowd work, yeah. and he was furious. He's like, no man, th- we can't do fucking crowd work for me. Here's the rule: whoever goes first can't do any crowd work. And and I said, and he was so upset. I said, Jeff, why don't I just go second for the rest of the week? I think it'll be a better week if I go second. He goes, okay, cool. And then he did crowd work the whole week. Really? <laughs> and then, then he told Johnny, he goes, yeah, man, I did crowd work the whole week. Fuck him. <laughs> did, <laughs> did it ruin your set when you did that? See, that's the thing. I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it, I think the only way it, if it, when it, you cannibalize the other comics, yeah. like you're doing crowd work and I do crowd work I and it's to too it to similar. Minimal. You know what I mean? Yeah. I try to keep it too And minimal. I do think that if you go too, let me put it this way. I think if you do a lot of crowd work and the crowd work is aggressive, uh-huh. And dirty, I think it can be a can be a problem. And some people think it gives permission to talk a lot. I, I want to see. I want to see if you have the same person in mind. Who do you think does the most aggressive crowd work of someone we know? Mark Saratella. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so. I find Mark to be hilarious. Uh, he's but great. sometimes when he, I'm like, Mark is I funny. Don't, it's like so uncomfortable Can to watch when he's like, yeah, because he actually gets mean to the audience. Oh, my favorite is Brian Holtzman. The late night sets at the Laugh Factory, Midnight Madness, when there's nobody in the audience, and like Holtzman will be closing the show. He'll literally get angry at the audience and start berating. Have you guys him. ever like? Really snapped at an audience. Mm. <laughs> I did. Think. Or almost snapped. Or like, uh, I gotta fucking calm down. I feel like I have a, a but I, think I can't I'm, think of it. I'm too busy wanting their acceptance to ever be <laughs> truly angry. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I'm busy, too busy <laughs> wanting to be proud of me because my parents weren't. <laughs> exactly. There's too much insecurities happening for pure rage. I don't know. I'm trying to think if I've ever actually. No, maybe. I don't think I have. Here's the worst thing that happened to me. I think I no. told you this story. I was, it was a Times Square Laugh Factory. And I was doing I wish that. I was still around. I was that? Yeah, I was killing. And um, <laughs> there was a table <laughs> of like four or five guys over there. And I was like Hot doing the crowd work, like, hey, blah, blah, blah. They were like, uh, and they were like, whatever. They just look like normal doofuses. And I was like, da, da. And I was like, nerds. They were kind of nerds, right? And I was like, hey, and I'd make fun of them. And I'd turn my head, start doing the other side, and they kept talking. Hey, hey, guys, it's cool. Like, you know, but just, unless I'm talking to you, just keep your voice. They kept talking. And eventually I was like, oh, shut the fuck up. What are you guys fucking retarded? Ooh. That's right. They were on a. F- a field trip <gasps> from the what do you call it? A halfway house or the where do where do retarded people live? They were they were in a assisted in, living facility. They were yeah they were on a like a field trip from assisted living. Halfway house is for anymore. when you leave jail. You can't say retarded, but like would people yeah. say? Let me just say this. Uh, Brett Riley is a very funny guy, but the <laughs> fact that he says slow, he goes I'm the da da da. He goes the guy's slow. I'm like. You're doing a retard, okay? Slow is like, slow is like that girl we were hanging out the other night who, who drove 40 minutes to get to a fucking <laughs> club a mile away. But when you're going, I'm a shark, you're, you're not slow. <laughs> I hate the fact, like, just don't be, it feels disingenuous to use the word slow when you're talking about a full-on Tropic Thunder style retard. Yeah. <laughs> How long did we get in before you said something offensive? I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> So how did you find? How did <laughs> so you find the out that they were actually there for the that? Audience. They were huh? there on a field trip. How did you find out? Because because after the, the show, the, no, they, they, came they up the, to you? the guy the guy the the sponsor of the four guys Ooh. was like I mean the, and they all they all they all knew the word and they knew when I said that this mm-hmm. was a while ago too before you know and they just he was he took him and he left and he complained to the manager and I was furious because I was like. Why the fuck wouldn't you tell, tell me yeah. when I'm going on stage? There's a group of four mentally handicapped people in the, in the front fucking row. You dummies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was mad at them, you know, and I I felt horrible for for weeks. Well, what that? was what was the immediate reaction? That wasn't full Kramer speaking of Tropic Thunder. That wasn't. But what was the immediate reaction to the audience? Did they like figure out. Was he like, "Hey, man, we are retarded." Like, well, how did it go down? No, no, it wasn't like the because I don't think the audience really knew. So oh, and okay. you didn't find out until afterwards. I didn't find out until. But the guy got up and they all left and I was like, I "Oh, felt whatever." Horrible. And then I goes, you know, he was. They I would have like, been. I would have felt bad about it for twenty minutes, and then I would have. And the MC. I would have had a couple drinks. For the MC. <laughs> by the way, the MC <laughs> probably ended up having a pretty good night. Yeah, you know? it was actually yeah. It was the pretty MC good. knew. <laughs> The MC knew it that, happens. that they were mentally handicapped, and the MC you didn't should, say you should, to me. No, somebody should have told you because I think so too. You yeah, know. that's retarded. You know what I mean? I've heard of, <laughs> I've heard of people doing, um, like, not knowing it was like a charity event or who was it? it might have been Mark Saratella, not knowing that something was <laughs> the Mark Saratella oh, podcast, yeah. <laughs> where we podcast exclusively Mark. about Mark Saratella. <laughs> He's an interesting guy. I like Mark. Is Mark's great? He's my homie. I really um, like Mark. I think it was either it was either a charity event or it might have been something even darker, like after a funeral or like no, it was oh, like or yeah. like honoring like something like that. Oh yeah. And they did not tell him until afterwards, and he must I forgot what he said. He said something super offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had That's that not on fair. video. You can't you can't not tell someone that. 
Like I if know. they're there for like because they're there honoring someone that just died of cancer. What if you got a great cancer bit? You yeah. Know? Well, I you mean, should they maybe leave that one out. My belief is that if you're doing a a, a cancer thing, okay. I, I remember this when I was in 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 graduate school. I was doing Williamstown's Theater Festival, and Christopher Reeve, when Christopher Reeve was still alive, mm-hmm. is I think he died very shortly Superman. after. But he was there in, in his wheelchair with his wife. Would you say falling off a of horses was his kryptonite? <laughs> Come on, really, <laughs> really. <laughs> I know, right? I liked it. I'm going to give myself a paddle <laughs> back for that one. Steeple as far as Christmas. <laughs> anyway, so. I love when Eminem would randomly make fun of Christopher Reeve. Like, remember, like, Eminem would, like, make fun of him so much in his songs. I thought that was such a random target. So here's that. the really quick story. Don't worry. Sorry. So he's waiting after we do the play uh, he, with his wife, and they're way outside. And the other actors, and, you know, he was in the theater scene for years and years. And they came up like, oh, hey, hey, Chris, don't get up. You know, and then haha, and then make it. And I remember going like, oh, I'm like 21. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe they said don't get up to Chris Reeve as a joke, and they all laughed. And so, but you know, what the fuck else are you gonna do? I think he's friends with yeah. them. Did he, he laugh? laugh? Did he laugh? It's a laugh. Huh? That was. That's I mean, he can't good. laugh because he has a little <laughs> trachea oh. thing. But oh, okay. it's, but it's, but the hole in his throat quivered. So I guess it's kind of a laugh. Yeah, my whole thing is if it's funny, I'm okay with it. If it's funny. You could I, almost do anything as I, long as it's not an action. I used to date someone for two years that was paralyzed. Oh, yeah, you I, talk about and that. And I was around, like, Why, did his, you just want to look like a good person? No, I liked it. Virtue signals. <laughs> I li- but I've dated him for two years if I wanted to look like a good person. Listen, I always well, no, I would have gone was, out with him for, like, I a only month. Date so he's paralyzed child. from the waist down. He was actually no, original. No, it still works. He was it actually still a, works. It does. Yeah, because that's not... Well, that's a, not for all of them, but for some of them it does work. No, I think so. Not for all of them. Even people that are super paralyzed, you can get something that's called, like, a reactionary boner or something they might not be able to feel it or anything but, but he yeah. could feel it yes he it depends on what part of your spinal cord you injure there's like five that you can injure well you can draw all of them but Yo, it's what like, if he was just really um, feeling like, movement hot and cold sensation light touch stuff like that there's like five different and you things. could feel all and those. he yeah. he he was like the sensation was dulled but he could feel like he could still feel like his legs a little bit so he could probably go a long time mm-hmm. I think maybe he's scamming you like the older I get the more I like being on bottom you know what I mean yeah but my girlfriend's always like my girlfriend's always yeah. like come on you're being lazy maybe I'll just try this like this I'm paralyzed thing so that I just never have to do the work again I don't think you again. can fake being paralyzed did, did you break up with him things that come, <laughs> did, go into did you it. break up with him or you break up with you no essentially like his mom because he broke with you you're a fucking be. loser uh, he did sort of <laughs> 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 That's you hilarious. You got dumped by a paraplegic. <laughs> do you talk about that on stage at all? Have you got, do you guys not watch my sets at but all? But you talk about how he, you don't, I remember yes, you talking about how he I dumped say, you. I, the joke is I say, and I thought for sure he'd never leave me because he couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah, then I say he dumped funny. me. You say he dumped me. After that, sort of. But anyways, he f- he had a sense of humor about being paralyzed. I remember on Halloween he like made a joke about how he was going to dress up as like a fire truck or something. And Yeah. No, he was fine whoa, when whoa. I thought it was funny to roll him into the corner and lock his wheels when he got in trouble. <laughs> Did you really do that? <laughs> oh, that's kind of crazy. Like yeah, <laughs> I'm care. so offended right now. I'm happy. You're yeah. not offended. I'm offended on behalf of the of community. <laughs> You're a white woman I hate right when now. White people get offended on my behalf. You, uh, know what I mean? you know what? That's I don't feel what like you they get do. For a lot, by a lot. Actually, I don't. But I do have. You know who else don't get offended? Black people don't get offended. But or Mexican. white women get def- offended on behalf of the black most. people. Unless, of course, you, as your black guy next white woman, then she's called nine one one. I'm curious. <laughs> did <laughs> Lori funny. listen to the podcast back, and did she hear? Did you say it on the podcast? The say what? 
Oh, well, I can take that out if you don't want to talk about it. You, Lori, when on his podcast, and then you, you fanatics you podcast <sighs> listeners, yeah, I know, yeah, like yeah. the sports podcast, what? find us at fanatics. I, God, I just said, and it, and it, okay, first of all, I'm it's, it's a podcast, Listen. so I'm I'm I'm, gen, I'm trying to generate debate. I wasn't aff- I wasn't offended. I wasn't offended either, but I'm curious if she listened and mentioned if she was offended or not. Well, I just I said she was. Oh, she just knows so, it's funny, just so we know. So we okay. So she, she was girlfriend. on the podcast. She was talking about. The NFL and what was coming up on the week, and she was asking yeah. her question. She was like, "Well, I think Tampa Bay's running game is, you know, <laughs> she, whatever." She's saying all the shit that I don't fucking know. Or I was about. impressed, frankly, and it was like Jesus. a lot of stuff. And then afterwards, I said, "You know, it always strikes me as a little weird when women know about because no, women have never played football, so to have knowledge of a sport where you've never played feels a little. It feels. I feel like I'm we're doing my is, podcast feels, again. That'd be like." <laughs> That'd be like me talking about golf. I've never played golf, and I'm like, well, the way he hit that strike, it just there's something about it that doesn't feel You've authentic. Never played golf. Hey, hey female I mean, listeners, I have, if I you're offended, you can find Bill Dawes on Instagram. Message him. Okay, well, let's do a corollary. What's a, good, what's a good corollary? What's a good corollary about that? It's like, you're like, I'm a sex expert. Uh, I mean, I've never fucked anybody, but I mean, what is a good corollary? Think, what's the uh, flip it around? Men talking about abortion rights. Am I right, right, ladies? <laughs> Are you right? Yeah, there you go. There Am you I go. Right, ladies. See, that's yeah, men talking about what a woman should do that's with their body. That's how you pander, Bill. That's how you do it. <laughs> yes. Re- yeah. So, so basically, but I'm calling that girl a, a white male Republican now. I so. mean, I didn't, I didn't think it was that offended, offensive. I just was wondering if she was pissed because it happened after she did her thing and then you talked to her and she wasn't even there. I know it's kind of shitty of me to do that. <laughs> Wait, what did you do? Oh. She's so just pretty saying, too. You ruined your chances. Oh, is with that her. why you said that? I didn't really get what you meant by that. You brought up the Cam Newton thing, right? Well, because Cam Newton said to the sports reporter, "said It's interesting to hear a female reporter talk about receiver routes," and she like lost her mind, and Twitter, Twitter lost their minds. Like Cam Newton, you piece of shit, you should go to jail for life. All these white women. And meanwhile, know. sometimes I just want to leave comments. Earth. You know, I and just study the universe in peace and meditation. I know? was listening to a podcast and watch the earlier. movie Perfect. Just oh, take yeah. with me yeah, a copy of the movie Perfect. It will be perfect. It's a simple life. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast earlier, and they were. I didn't know this was like a Twitter debate that people were freaking out about if um, Bert and Ernie were really gay. Oh yeah. They're, they're, they're well, you know, they're fictional they're, characters. They're, yeah. They're puppets. I hate when people. First of all, they're gay because they have a hand up their ass. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. That's good stuff. Okay, we'll end on this then. Did you guys just see that Alec Baldwin was arrested for punching someone in the face in the streets he of New York? He seems very angry. Really? Yeah. yeah. I did see that. It was like right First before of all, I walked over here. Alec Baldwin is a dick. Did and the fact that the liberals have accepted him just because he has a shitty Trump impression. Fuck Alec Baldwin and the fucking well, people who say, thinks he's I will a hero. Say this, the you know, this Maggie Haberman was like, "Oh, Alec Baldwin was very mean to me." And then she retweeted uh, the New York Times reporter. She retweeted this other woman who was like, uh, "Alec Baldwin told me that he hopes I fucking die when I was staking out his house on assignment." <laughs> I was like, "He's a piece of shit." I was like, "Okay, but you were right. also so staking. You were staking out his house." Like, if you were staking out my house, outside my house, I would tell you to eat shit, too. You know what I mean? Like, you're standing outside but my house. But eating shit and hoping someone dies. Didn't he yeah, get whatever. in trouble not that long ago? Or I guess it was a long time ago. For He, like, an ang- really mean voice called his daughter, his daughter a pig. or something. He called yeah. her a dirty, he called her pig. dirty pig. I kind of like... <laughs> he's I kind like, of an asshole. He's, he's very talented. Dude, you know what I mean? He kind of reminds me of, like, an old Hollywood type oh, of... Oh, you know, Alec Ball, he's also one of those guys who boxes. Yeah. Does he? He's not in very good shape. He... Yeah, but he, but he, you know, he goes and boxes. Yeah, man, I'm a boxer. So, he, 
He's one of those guys who wants to be fucking tough. Uh-huh. Goes out and we don't know people. the situation. Oh, it was over a parking ticket or a parking Is that space. What it was? Oh, you read it? There's it never over, a situation where you should punch someone. It was literally over a parking space. You should yeah, people, that get, people that get road rage, I find to be actually hilarious. I bet you. Like, I will. I laugh in people's I bet you 23% of Alec Baldwin's life is road rage. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> that sounds about right, actually. I would, I would hate to be that poor girl that's married to him, but he's just so angry. Oh, and she's like, she's, she's really adorable. beautiful. She's really she's sweet. Like she's also 20 years year younger than him. Yoga yeah. instructor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she's dumb. And Bunny's out Alec Baldwin. I don't know. <laughs> Alec would you Baldwin. turn him down? Would I turn down Alec Baldwin? I mean, if you were a girl. Well, I mean, let's get let's get to the real name. As he's a guy, an, would I turn him down? He's an accomplished <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. He's an accomplished man who could show me parts of the world I never thought but here's, I'd okay, here, here, Let me just say about Alec but Baldwin. So Alec Baldwin... That that example of him I meeting this, he saw this girl at the restaurant and he approached her. Mm-hmm. And it's this big romance story that every woman yeah. recapitulates and talks about how like, oh, you can find love at any time. Alec Baldwin just saw her across the room and this big romance story. I'm like, yeah, but she married a fucking piece of shit. He's a fucking asshole. Fuck Alec Baldwin. Yeah, he's talented and rich, but I promise you, like, he, he, he would be hard to. I, live I, with. I promise you, his hand gets shaking. He raises it up a little bit. You know what I mean? He's he probably hits the bottle a little hard. Can't you just tell? Do you and, think he's a drunk? Uh, I was actually wondering that if he's that angry and stuff. If he if he's not a drunk, he's a sober drunk. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and even his body shape is that of a drunk. Like you know when yeah, you get older, you get that ham head. You know <laughs> when you're a drink, like he's got that ham head. You know what I mean? It's like the only reason I'm, I'm talking shit. The reason I'm talking shit about him is because I want him to like somehow hear this and then punch me, and I'll make so much money. Yeah, <laughs> it's a long, it it's up. a long play. It's a long play. Yeah. Whatever, it just doesn't work out. You it's all a long punched, play. But, yeah. but then guess Maybe what? Maybe his wife listens to the podcast. Then guess she what? Could. You know what you that means? Know. That means I'll have made it. You'll have and made now it. we've wrapped up now the episode. Wrapped up the episode. Okay, now we're going to end the episode. I was glad I got to talk about Alec Baldwin. I've been waiting for an outlet. <laughs> Do you want to tell my listeners where they can find you on the social media? At Sean and Joshi. And since my name is so abnormal to spell to Rachel, apparently, it's S-H-A-A-N-J-O-S-H-I. It is abnormal to spell. I mean, Thank it's you. not just to me. Uh, you can Not fi- for a billion people in India. You Sorry. can find me in a, in a pool of waste behind the dumpster at Long John Silver's in Reno, Nevada. <laughs> in about, about seven right. hours. <laughs> and what are the names of your podcasts? Uh, Fanatics. And for Bill Dahl's The After Laugh. It's called The After Laugh. It hasn't premiered yet. It hasn't premiered. Right. But you can just find me at Bill Dawes wherever. Look at you, you little Thanks Hollywood for doing this, guys. You. Thank you, Rachel. Thanks we love you. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.